Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Star Line by music industry executive, podcaster, and philanthropist, founder of Lava Media, former chairman of Atlantic and Virgin Records. His project is a dual podcast, wrongful conviction and righteous conviction. We welcome Jason Flom. Thank you. Great to be here. Jason, let's go beyond the mic. You've been passionate advocate for the unknown and the unheard for decades. Why were these two podcasts important for you? Well, wrongful conviction came from my uh, obsession with helping to free people who are innocent from the clutches of our criminal legal system. We used to call it a criminal justice system, not so much anymore because there's so little justice in it. And having been working on these issues for almost 30 years now, the, you know, the ultimate nightmare, I think, for most people, and I'm sure most of your listeners can relate to this, is being convicted of a crime you had nothing to do with and then sentenced to life in prison or even death. Um, and so to me, being able to reach in and, and, you know, and help those people is, it's my calling. A common day for you as you launch Greta Van Fleet and save a person on death row. What gives life meaning for you now? <laughs> yeah. And I write children's books. So yeah, it's kind of, um, you know, I wrote a children's book with my daughter called Lulu is a rhinoceros and it's become a hit. So it's really exciting. And I, you know, it's funny. I just got a letter yesterday from a school teacher in Iowa who said she teaches a second grade class and the kids were all asked to write a letter to their fa- the author of their favorite children's book. And I got a letter from this kid who wanted to know about the book and stuff i was i was literally like melting into a puddle of happy tears but yeah i mean look one I, I remember one week a few years ago i was in texas on monday visiting an innocent guy on death row named rob will and then i flew to la because it was grammy week and greta van fleet was up for a couple of grammys <laughs> and i ended up sitting in the front row at the grammys and i, w- I said to myself that was sunday and i said what a week man i started on from i went from death row to the front row like it's definitely it's definitely an you know, it's an unusual life, but, um, you know, it's, I tell you the most fulfilling part of it is being able on the occasions that I am to help people who are otherwise, uh, as you said, unhurt. You raise awareness for wrongfully convicted people and spotlight leaders that want to make a difference in justice. So which of your projects are harder to put down at the end of the day? Well, I think, listen, I hope if the listeners are, are podcast fans, or even if you're new to podcasts, I hope you'll check out wrongful conviction. It's been six years now since we've been doing this. We've had almost 40 million listeners. And this week we just released an episode with Billy Allen, an innocent man who's been on death row for 25 years in the federal system. But, you know, I visited death row in Texas three times already. I've done interviews with Robert Robertson, an innocent, absolutely innocent man on death row. Same with Rob will and Rodney Reed, all three, of those men right now, while we're having this conversation are sitting in a tiny, like five by eight, five by nine foot cell on death row in Texas for crimes they did not commit. And so if I was going to steer people in one direction, I'd say, please check out wrongful conviction. Listen to the story of Billy Allen today. This man is extraordinary. He's been on death row for 25 years and he's totally provably actually innocent of this crime. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you had more to do with this crime than he did. You know, I mean, I can prove he didn't do it, but I can't prove you didn't do it. You I know what I'm saying? Like, so there you go. Laura and your team do an amazing job. What was the one case that started you on this path? Oh, the first case, thanks for asking, was um, a case back in 1993, before many of your listeners were even born yet, um, when uh, I read in the newspaper about a guy named Stephen Lennon, 
He wasn't an innocent guy, but he was serving 15 years to life for a nonviolent first offense cocaine possession charge in a maximum security prison in New York State. I know I'm seeing your face. People can't see your face on the radio, but yeah, your face is what my face looked like. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you talking about? Amazing. And I had had substance abuse issues as a kid. So I realized this could have been me. You know, like I could have switched places with this guy. And so he was the same age as I was 32. He had been in prison for eight years already. I had been sober for almost eight years. I was like, oh my God, but the, the, you know, it's too much. It's too much. I have to do something. At two, ba- two bands I had signed, Stone Temple Pilots and Skid Row, were getting arrested regularly. So I knew one criminal defense lawyer because he represented them. And I ended up getting him to take the case pro bono. Six months later, we sat in, I sat in a courtroom holding this kid, Stephen Lennon's mother's hand, her name's Shirley. And they brought the kid in in shackles like he was a mass murderer. And legs chained together, hands chained to his waist. And the arguments went back and forth. I didn't know what was going on. And then, bam, the judge bangs the gavel down and, and said the motion is granted. And the kid came home. And I said, you know what? I want to do more of that. That was, that was fun. I'm going to do more. I mean, fun is a stupid word for something so serious, but it was, a, it was the greatest high that I could ever imagine better than any drug. And so I've never stopped ever since that day. The podcasts are wrongful conviction and righteous conviction. And it is Jason Flom beyond the mic. And it's time for the rocking eight, eight random questions. Jason answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Favorite album of all time. Aerosmith rocks. Do you remember the first time you stood up for yourself? Oh man. Um, yeah, it was when I was bullied when I was in bowling league as a little kid. In bowling league, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. How about one thing you think people take for granted? Freedom. Jason, do you prefer sunrises or sunsets? I prefer sunsets, but I love seeing the sun come up in the morning. What did you want to be when you were a kid? No, I wanted to be a professional baseball player, but you know that was never going to happen. And then, then I wanted to be a, a you know, and I wanted to be a rock star, and that wasn't going to happen. But I'll tell you something: my dad told me and my brother, do whatever you want to do, try to be the best at it, but just make the world a better place. Amen to that. So hopefully, I've been able to live up to his words. Name an artist that you passed on that became a hit. <laughs> Too many to mention on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask: Do you give money to street performers? I do. Have you ever heard of the story of Charles Wakefield Jr. in Greenville, South Carolina? No, but I'd like to. Murder, etc. The podcast of it. Wrongful conviction in South Carolina. You might want to take a look. Murder, etc. I'm writing it down right now. It's time for one big question with Jason Flum from a wrongful conviction and righteous conviction beyond the mic. Jason, I want to ask you a million dollar question. You may not have the answer, but I need to know. What does justice mean to you? Uh, what does justice mean to me? Justice means to me treating people as if their lives matter, you know? And, um, I think that probably I've never, no one's ever asked me that question. It's a great question, but unfortunately our criminal legal system today is the is the absolute opposite of that. Um, on wrongful conviction on the podcast, you'll hear stories that will literally make your, it'll make your head spin. It'll make you angry. It'll make you sad. It'll make you, you know, it, it, it'll motivate you. I mean, yesterday I was doing an interview and I was talking about the case of Tim Cole, a Texas case where this young man was wrongfully convicted. And I believe that they knew all along that he had nothing to do with this crime. They knew who did it. But once they had him, they were like, they were not going to let him go. And this was a kid who had never been in trouble. His whole family's a great family. He was wrongfully convicted anyway. And sentenced to 25 years to life, and he died in a Texas prison alone in his cell. He died of an asthma attack. And his family 
they have, they, you know, there's a statue of him at Texas A&M at, at, the, at the law school where he was going to go to law Texas school. Texas Tech. Oh, Texas Tech. I'm sorry. Texas Tech. Yeah, where he was going to go to law school. And his family, it's the most incredible family. And, you know, honoring his legacy is something I think we all owe it to ourselves to do. His, his case is a perfect example of people's lives not mattering. And I think justice means we treat people as if their lives matter. He was bullied in league bowling, almost was a professional baseball player. We thank Jason Flum from Rockville Conviction and Righteous Conviction Podcast for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut.